Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Get Geek Podcast, where we celebrate geek, nerd, and pop culture. Each week, we deliver the best analysis for fans, by fans, on anything related to movies, TV, video games, comics, anime, and manga. We talk geek. And now, here's the Get Geek Podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome to the Get Geek Podcast. Hello, 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 everyone. I am Jose. This is AJ. Eli. And this is the 10th Jedi, Walt. Welcome to another episode. Y'all have a good idea of what we're talking about. Walt also gives us a little hint as to what the week's episode is going to be in his introduction. And yeah, uh, we are talking Star Wars Visions. And we are talking Bad Batch, the Bad Batch, Star Wars, the Bad Batch, which is something else that we saw recently. Before we get to the podcast, though, before we get to everything, we are going to do our quick little rundown. The best way to support your favorite podcast crew is to like, rate, share, subscribe, comment, uh, and definitely give us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's the best way to support your favorite crew. Check us out on all your favorite social media platforms at Get Geek Podcast. Uh, leave us a comment. Slide into our DMs. Let us know what you think of our episodes. Let us know if you have ideas for future episodes. And we really, really would love to hear from y'all. So, yeah, this week we are talking about sort of uh, Bad Batch versus Visions or as our co-host, who unfortunately could not join us this week, but we will be uh, listening to his thoughts. We're going to be inserting his thoughts into the middle of the episode. Uh, Wolfie said it's the the Bad Batch versus the Good Batch. Um, and I guess that gives you kind of a, a spoiler as to how he feels about that. But yeah, we're going we're gonna to have a conversation about what we think about the Bad Batch in comparison to Star Wars Visions, which is, of course, the anime series that came out on Disney Plus recently compared to The Bad Batch, of course, came out on Disney Plus a few months ago and finished up a little while ago. Before we get to that, though, um, we do want to do a quick little conversation. We tried the Halo Infinite beta yesterday. It's a beta weekend. Uh, If you have the Xbox Insider app, And if you use that to get access to the Halo Infinite event and then Insider app, you can get access to the beta this weekend. Um, It is the the second and the third right now, right? Today is Sunday, October 3rd when we're recording. So it's uh, you have access to multiplayer online from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Pacific time. And I think it was 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific time. Um, for the rest of the time, you have access to playing against bots, uh, which we did a little bit of yesterday, and I played online a little bit last night. So uh, I want to hear impressions from Eli first. What did you think of the Halo Infinite beta? I know you were having fun going yeah. ham on it for a little bit yesterday, I think. At least I think you were. What, what well, you yeah, yeah, I was. Um, okay. Um, I Halo Infinite is is a good game but i feel like you know it's obviously in its beta stages it needs its improvement and it definitely shows there i mean for god's sakes should i even mention it the 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 glitch the the fusion <laughs> oh my god yes 
Yeah, there are so many. There are so many glitches. Like, um, one of the one of the glitches that we came across like three three times, like in one map, was like yeah, people were like fusing together. I remember you got you got yeah yeah bots. You some uh like four people got the jump on you when they were fused into one person. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, like you see one person just jumping around with the gun, right? All of a sudden. It, the person lands on the ground and just four people just explode out of that one person. <laughs> and it's like, what the hell is going on? It's, it's like Doctor Strange fighting Thanos. Yeah, I know. It's so weird. It's, oh, geez. But I mean, for the most part, like, if I could put that aside, um, the rest of the game is, I mean, I mean, there's a level of enjoyment there. It's just that, like I said, um, it obviously needs more improvement, and I'm gonna need to see things nerfed and buffed more. One of the main things being the assault rifle. What do you think it just, needs to be buffed? Yeah, it's garbage now. Mm -hmm. And you know, I happen I happen to agree with AJ when he said that. Yeah, it's just there's a lot of things going wrong with Halo Infinite right now. What was the thing that you wanted to see nerfed? Um, is there anything specific that you saw? Like a new I weapon. think I think the thing that should be nerfed is probably the uh I think it was not the carbine. The 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 red the red gun, the freaking oh, oh the one that was firing that. the red energy bolts or Yeah, like you, was, you know what I'm talking about. The it was kind of like a fire. snipe, right? Yeah, I felt that that needs to be nerfed because it mm. created like an area effect where you could lose your half. I mean, it's fine, but like yeah. it's also a freaking rocket launcher. So you put two but both those together, it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of okay. But yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, this is the essence of Halo, dealing with very annoying weapons. Garbage. This weapon. is annoying how weapons. it is. Oh well. Y'all. The needler for conversation one. About... Oh wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the needler. Does... Well, the needler was nerfed, right? Yes. Yes. How was that nerfed? That felt like it, it wasn't buffed, but it felt like sort of the same because the tracking it was nerfed. The, the tracking, tracking was is so not much there. Better. No, it was not. But the, the it was like Yondu's uh Yondu's freaking um what's the, the thing? The the spike thingy. It I would like far from it. No, no, it was flying around, was it not? Was it not? I think the tracking yeah, was better at close range and much worse at long range. That's kind okay, of how at, it felt. At long range, well, that's that's always how it's going to be. Well, no, no but I, think, was, I think it used it to be much better at long range. range. Well, that's kind of. But mean, it is. It is. I think it is better at close range. I don't know if I was if yo, I'm wrong about yes, that. Yes, bro. Close range is so easy to get a kill. Like the tracking, it'll like. It'll it's like it'll like curve like out of freaking nowhere and it'll get your it'll get the enemy. You can't miss a you cannot miss a shot with a needler yeah. in this game. As long as you're like in their proximity, you're not gonna miss. You're aiming at yeah. somebody. It, it it tracks them pretty well. What do you yeah. think? Same thing, AJ. Do you think it was like kinda I don't weird? agree at all. Mm. But Okay. What do you whatever. think about the the rest of the game? The beta so far? I thought it was fun mm -hmm. when I got to play into my sadism for a little bit. <laughs> You'll remember what I said, Eli. The power is, mad. is maddening. Yeah, at that point, you were just... 
So we were on a more open map, and just to kind of wrap up my review, I guess, I took a ghost, and I was practically unkillable for like a good 10, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, you were just running. (laughs) I was just ramming people, shooting, gunning them down. It's like your own freaking teammates. Oh, God. Oh, yes, teammates included. (laughs) They were bots, though. So no no real players were harmed in the making of this, this murder. But even... What is wrong with you? <laughs> His team was winning. Oh you can blame Far Cry and other games like GTA for this sadism. They were in the way. No, oh, God. Uh, did you have any thoughts, Walt, from watching? I know you didn't get to play a little bit but that much, but... Um, well, it it did have a distinct Halo feel to it, oh, so sure, at sure. least at least you had that. Um, I know Halo Five is is one that AJ despises, and I think that one didn't feel as Halo ish, right? It was a complete departure. Yeah. So uh, the good thing is that at least Halo Infinite looks and feels like Halo um, to a degree. Yeah. So uh, at least they're taking that in the right direction. Um, the grappling hook is something that once I do get a chance to play with it, it's probably going to feel very alien at the very beginning mm-hmm. because that's not a mechanic that was in any previous Halo versions. And um, it distinctly feels very, um, oh, God, what, what is the name of that game? There's there's a game that that's on the X. Um, that uses the the grappling hook to great effect. Mm, uh, Jesus Christ, I'm blanking on it completely. But there's there's four there's four there's three or four versions of them. It's the the guy, the Spanish character is the lead, and he's uh Far Cry. He's or not Far Cry. No, um, no, no, just no, cause. No. There you go. Just Thank cause. you. Very much. Hey. Just cause. Yeah. It it has that distinct feeling, and I don't know how I feel about that in Halo. Hmm. Um, just cause uses it. In very very distinct and diverse ways, I don't think it's to that level in Halo. I hope not. But yeah, because well, the thing about it in Just Cause, they use it very very well. You know, I mean, you can you can grapple onto you know vehicles and things of that nature, and you know it's a, it's a very powerful powerful mechanic in Just Cause. I just hope that it doesn't become a distraction in Halo. It remains to be seen yeah. whether it's it's something you can use to grapple the vehicles. I didn't try that. I don't know if AJ tried that. I did not because I was the boss on the vehicle. Yeah, that's true. But if somebody like had a new vehicle that you wanted, you could have grappled and stolen it maybe. But I'm, I'm curious changes, to see if it that kind of It kind of changes the dynamic of it because um, now – you know, hijacking a vehicle becomes very, very easy. Where before it was kind of like, you know, a badge of honor. I hijacked you while you were on that ghost. You know, I hijacked you while you're on that 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 warthog. You know, it, it was something that you kind of celebrated. And now, if and again, we're saying if the grappling hook makes that easy, that's kind of one less badge that you can. You can claim on your friends, right? We'll see how easy it is, too, and if it's possible. And you have limited grappling, so mm-hmm. I wonder, like, how, how well it's going to work. But so so there's definitely – I know AJ, like, definitely was like, it sort of feels like Halo. And the the 
big, not huge difference, but big difference, I guess, for me that always made Halo a little weird for me is like now you actually pull left trigger to get game down sight to get ADS, which I know AJ hates. But you have your legacy. I mode. don't like it for Halo. But you have your yes, legacy. Thank mode, God they still have legacy. Mode. Mm-hmm. They have legacy controls, which it's uh, what clicking in the right stick to get your uh, yes to get your zoom on your ADS on. But for me, like, I mean, you don't have to use ADS all that often in Halo. So I like the change that you can switch to it quickly in those moments that you need to use it. Um, the grappling hook, I think, is a fun addition, and I can see it being really, really fun, especially for the single player when you're playing in an open world. I think that's going to be really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, I liked it a lot. There's definitely a lot of bugs. It crashed on me a couple of times, <laughs> which that's not even um, indicative of what the future product is going to be like. But it made me excited to play Halo multiplayer again, and I haven't played Halo multiplayer since Halo 3. So, or, well, ODST. ODST was the last time I played any kind of Halo multiplayer other than here and there. So it made me excited to play Halo again. And I have been excited for it for a while. So, yeah, I, I was I had fun with it. I'm going to try it a little bit more today, um, probably for an hour or two. And I guess, yeah, that's how I feel about the Halo Infinite beta so far. I'm looking forward to the game. and I'm looking forward to single player. And I know, AJ, you're looking forward to Forge, which isn't coming out until next year with single player. Mm-hmm. Eli still hasn't um, availed himself of the forge yet. Yeah, I'm which sure, is a, which is a shame. I'm sure AJ will will show him the ropes on that one. Yeah, it's a better Fortnite than Fortnite. You should know that. Eli. Better Fortnite than Fortnite. All right. Yeah, sounds good. Anything is better than Fortnite. <laughs> right. No. Right. Yes, it is. All right. Well, let's let's get into the conversation. We ain't talking about Fortnite. We're talking about Bad Batch versus Star Wars Visions, right. um, both on Disney Plus. Um, two Star Wars shows that I feel like most of us had pretty differing opinions between the two of them. Like, what do you guys? What did you guys feel about Bad Batch versus Visions? Anybody want to jump in and and give us your initial thoughts? Okay. Um uh bad batch versus visions um or one or the other but like i'm curious to see if there's a comparison that you want to make there as well i mean i don't think there is any comparison i absolutely despise bad batch it's just from from the beginning to the end just some sort of complete utter it's just a dumpster fire it's just garbage <laughs> every time i hear about what's her name freaking omega it's just Jesus, it's so horrible. Mm. Um, and then you have visions, which I also despise. Uh, not to not to the the extent that I despise Bad Batch, obviously, because at this point I don't even want to talk about Bad Batch anymore because it's that horrible. Mm-hmm. Visions, visions was a little bit better in some stories. Um, obviously, it's telling um multiple stories, so you had some ups and downs there. Um, it had its highlights, of mm-hmm. course, but. Thank what you. was the highlight for you? Yeah, from the I mean, I it was only like one or two episodes. I mean, I enjoyed the Elder. Yes. I, I didn't even really like the Ninth Jedi was okay. In fact, I I much uh, I I would much prefer watching what was it the one with Lop or whatever because I mean it Lop and Ocho. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because even though it had a weird story to it, 
I mean, the animation was much better, and I felt like they put a lot more effort into in that than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm gonna go back to the Elder. I'd say that the story is the best, um, Star Wars story that I've seen ever. Um, and it was only like how how long was that? That was only like twenty minutes. Less yeah. than that. I think. And that's considered better than the entire Star Wars universe as of right now. Oh, okay. Calm down. Yes, it does. I really do believe that. Um I think but, I, I think there's a reason why I, I wouldn't say I go that far and agree with you that it's the best thing in Star Wars, but there's there's a theme going through the show that I want to talk about later that ties to that. Go ahead. Um for and but for the rest it just felt like uh copy and paste. Um they're just it it wasn't there was like you can say that yeah they were trying to do their own visions but it felt like it was just regular anime that's mm-hmm. literally what it was there's nothing different about it it's just the same thing you see on on freaking attack on titan or something what was your what was your least favorite anime and by the way don't you say attack on titan is regular attack on titan what? is awesome what was your least least favorite favorite. episode yeah like which one like did you like despise or like one or two that you really really didn't like and and Um, why i think that i don't really know my there it seems like it's a lot of them are my least favorite uh so i i sort of can't pinpoint the, the the exact one but i can tell you one of the main ones that i that i didn't like i think it was Freak. You don't even remember the name of it. It was that bad. What was what was yeah. the story or the character? I, I see. I don't even know. Um, it's probably well. The first one is you got the first okay. one, which is the Star Destroyer. Duel. Half. Was what? it that duel. one? No, no, no. The duel. Yeah, I mean, is, uh, um... duel. Duel was amazing too. I forgot it completely about that. Duel was awesome. Mm-hmm. The second episode, which was that was the the Tatooine mute the the band. The, oh uh, yeah, that one. That one was. That was yeah, your least favorite. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Um, but yeah. Why did you like that one? Because it wasn't a oh. it wasn't an action story. Um, it's not that. It's just the the story wasn't compelling enough. Uh, you, I mean, they tried to focus on music and whatever. It's a good concept, but when you really try and do it, it doesn't make sense at all. And and yeah, it just felt super kid friendly and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and i can't enjoy something that doesn't have a sense of action to it or anything like that yeah it was kind of kid friendly that's true yeah Uh, it was very stale that was that was the name of the episode tatooine raps yeah it felt very stale though Mm -hmm. did you like the animation in in any of the episodes or in this episode like uh, any episodes where it looked cool even if it wasn't a great episode the best animation was the first episode the duel? Uh, by Louise. Yeah, the the duel was had the best animation. I mean, it tried to focus on the original Japanese uh Japanese noir. I don't know what they call it. Um, it is kind of like a film noir. It was like CGI yeah. with like animation drawn over it to give it that yeah. look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it had that it it was sort of it reminded me of like uh, original Japanese uh like mainly like samurai movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I felt that they they did it perfectly absolutely perfectly it was flawless the story was awesome to some extent to some but, extent yeah i had i had a it, like i said a lot of these are cut and paste for me and it really doesn't feel original okay uh so yeah that's honestly my thoughts on visions and bad batch 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, Walt, I actually kind of want to go to you because I think that it's a perfect jump off point from the duel to see what you think about it. Absolutely. Um, so I'll get into the duel in a couple of seconds, but I just wanted to give my my overall thoughts before we actually, you know, started watching these things. Um, as you know, I'm I'm a big fan of Star Wars animation. I've always has have been, um, and and with all due respect, Star Wars animation isn't perfect. And I'm looking particularly at you, Star Wars Resistance. Um, that was not one of my favorite shows, but. Mm-hmm. Given all of that, you know, I, I went into the Bad Batch with a certain, you know, um, excitement to it, you know, because we see we had seen Bad Batch before in the Clone Wars. And, you know, they seemed like they were they were interesting enough to warrant a TV series, provided that they did it the right way. Unfortunately, they didn't do it the right way. <laughs> Mm-hmm. At least in my opinion. Um, now, b- before before I do start, I, I have to give props. And this is something I just found out. Um, D. Bradley Baker is an amazing voice actor, right? Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, he just gets a little bit more elevated, in my opinion, knowing the fact that he is the voice of the entire Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. Um, he does all all the voices for all the five characters, which in of itself is amazing because each character has its own distinct personality. He does the clones too, doesn't he? All the- and he does some he does some of the clones Both as well. Yes, right? yeah, exactly. So you know, to to be able to have the the level of talent to you know have these distinct characters and give them their own personality, I have to, I have to you know, bring that out and, and give him his props for that because that is amazing. And he he does voice one of my favorite of the Bad Batch was which is Wrecker. Mm-hmm. I do like I do like that character. Um but if we really look at Bad Batch, you know, in a in a vacuum, I, I hate to say it, but Bad Batch is more Star Wars resistance than Clone Wars. Um because I, 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 there was no excitement for me to watch the Bad Batch, and and that goes into the fact that it took us at least we we watched it up until episode seven, and we just stopped. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's a sixteen episode series that started in May and ended in August. And here we are in October, just talking about it really for the first time. Now scheduling did have some 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 uh effect to the fact that we're talking about bad batch but you know what it was i i gather in the back of our heads it was never compelling enough where we had to say okay regardless of scheduling issues and conflicts that we're having here at the podcast we need to find a way to talk about it and we never got to that point with bad batch Mm. you know bad batch um I believe Wolfie still hasn't seen the the very last episode. We kind of binged watched it mm-hmm. just because we knew this episode was coming up, which again kind of points to our level of excitement when it comes to the Bad Batch. The Bad Batch felt um, like it was Monster of the Week almost every single episode. There was no real underlying mythology or story that was pushing us to the end and when we did get to the end that's when they kind of crammed everything together and 
quite honestly, that finale was very unsatisfying for me. Uh, you know, I I could I could tell you right now we've seen it what maybe about two or three weeks ago, and if you ask me for the the specifics of what happened in that that series, couldn't give it to you. Hmm. Really couldn't give it to you. Okay. All I know is I, I I you know the the best way I can describe Bad Batch is you've got five clone troopers that are different from every other clone trooper. They find a another clone. And they just go on adventures. And that's it. That's Bad Batch for you in a nutshell. And and so to me, given how the mythology and the story is so important to Star Wars, they completely missed the, ma- the, the, the mark with Bad Batch. It, not even Crosshairs could hit that target. You know? Oh. Yes. Um, in terms of <laughs> visions, in terms of visions, visions, I was very excited and I'm still going to hold that excitement. It's it's a total 180 degree from Bad Batch because I thought visions was brilliant. Um, I I liked the f- it felt like the Animatrix, but in Star Wars style, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. the, this anthology where it's you're telling different stories you have different directors that are that are giving a different perspective on it. And I love the fact that Visions goes back and looks at this in George Lucas's kind of vision. Because if you know Star Wars, you know that samurais and that culture really, really inspired Star Wars. Yeah. You could see it in Darth Vader's costume because he has basically a typical st- samurai armor, right? Mm-hmm. You see it in the helmet. way that, yeah, exactly. You see it the way um, the Jedi's dress, very simplistic. You know, the weapons that they use, the, the code of honor that the Jedi have and stuff. Everything there is really driven by the samurai Bushido code, right? Or like as, so, as imagined by like Kurosawa and all that, right? Right, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So I love the fact that they really, really leaned into that with visions. Um, granted, there are some some of the stories that really didn't land as strongly as others, and I agree with with Eli. Oh. Tatooine Rhapsody is probably my least favorite of the thing, and not to say that it was a bad episode, mm-hmm. but. It just in terms of how great some of the other ones were, I, I have to rate it down below there, you know. Um, again, one of my favorites was The Elder. My yes. Probably the one that I loved the most, and this mm-hmm. is just my personal favorite because of where I, I, I'm kind of coming from. Uh, the Duel was amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the Twins was very, very anime, and I liked that about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it kind of... It kind of embraced the Dragon Ball esque nature of 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 anime, which was yeah, which is amazing when you when you think about putting it in a Jedi Sith contact concept, right? It took advantage of the medium, which I which I enjoyed also. Exactly, exactly. I mean, literally, they split a, a Star Destroyer in half. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that's not pure anime, I don't know what is, right? Yeah. Um, but then you also had the more reserved episodes like The Village Bride, which which kind of skewed the action to tell a really brilliant story set in the Star Wars universe. So that's why I really enjoyed Visions, because it, it chose 
it shows its medium well. And then within that medium, it really, really shined in terms of how diverse that medium of anime is, right? Because anime can be batshit crazy. And at the same time, it could be very, very grounded and tell a story beautifully. And and I think you had both of those things happening within the Visions uh, series. So um, I, I really did enjoy Visions. All right. So I actually want to take a moment and let's go to what Wolfie's reactions were to Bad Batch and to Star Wars. Uh, let's listen in. All right, so I am not able to be there present to record, but I do want to give my thoughts. It seems like I somehow miss every single Star Wars geek out uh, podcast episode or what have you. Um, However, anyway, um, so here's my take. Okay, Um, first, I'll give my impressions on Bad Batch. Um, I was really, really eager to watch Bad Batch. Uh, and I tried to stick through it and, you know, there's, there's plenty of episodes that I enjoyed, but I had a lot of trouble kind of getting really attached to the show because it felt like more of the same. It was just kind of like a weekly, you know, mission of the week, uh, show that had like a lot of repeated themes that we've already seen in the Mandalorian and, um, whatnot, where it's, you know, Hey, here's this mysterious child with mysterious origins, um and then that child somehow gets uh you know kidnapped and then you know we gotta you know rescue that child um not that the whole show was about that but you know just like it's like recycled themes and stuff and 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 i know that like you know dave filoni will you know somehow connect it and make it all make sense but it's still just it's not it's not intriguing enough to make me want to follow it week by week. And I think that it's evidenced by the fact that there is no real fanfare on social media over the end of the Bad Batch, an end which I have not seen because I still have not made time to watch the fight. I've seen every episode except the final episode. Um, and uh, it's just, for me, it's just not worth my time, it seems like. you know. Um, obviously, I will finish it, uh, but... I made time to binge instead the other property that's the exact opposite of the Bad Batch. I call it the good batch of episodes, which is Visions. Now, obviously, I'm also a, a, I think anybody that follows the podcast and follows, you know, my thoughts on, you know, likes and all that stuff, my my interest in anime is a big one for me. Um, And a lot of traditional Japanese culture as well, or Asian culture in general, um, I'm really into and, um, you know, having, even though they were all shorts, having all these, ep- this batch of episodes, each one unique within its own right, um, all uh, in, in, in Japanese style anime by, you know, Japanese studios. Um, you know, I was excited about it when I first heard about it and saw it, but I did not realize how good it would be until I saw the very first episode, The Duel. After I saw The Duel, I was like, oh, wait a minute this is what we're talking about it's like you know uh i'm sure some of the guys might mention this but it's like a what if but in the star wars universe um it's hard for me to pick an episode that i love the most and an episode that i love the least i love them all uh i i feel equally um i've rewatched the entire um the nine episodes uh three times already thrice 
you know, always relish an opportunity to use the word thrice. Um, uh, but I will, the most notable episodes to me are, of course, the duel because of the impression that I made on what this is, you know, how drastic of a uh, departure from, you know, uh, Star Wars this is visually. Um, but then also how, how, how very Star Wars it is. You know, um, cool lightsabers, you know, geopolitical uh, uh, turmoil, uh, classism, all that stuff is all in the duel. Um, But aside from that episode, which was obviously the very first impression that we got, my favorite episodes, I would have to say is probably I think my favorite episode is probably the um, the bride. And. Uh, Lop and Ocho. Um, I would say equally tied for different reasons. Um, aside from that, I thought the twins was an amazing episode. Um, and 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 also the ninth Jedi, I think, is probably... Also, I think they're all equally tied. I think they're all just... It's impossible for me to actually choose one. But they're great for their own reasons. I thought the animation style in Lop and Ocho was uh, the best out of the entire you know batch. Um, followed by the bride. I loved uh the stories. Uh, the well, I I loved. Well, okay, let me talk about the stories. So the one thing that I loved about um the episodes and visions is the fact that each episode created characters with such depth in such a short amount of time that I felt like the characters in every single episode, the characters within those episodes felt. Like they had way more substance than anything that we saw in the Bad Batch, in my opinion. Um, And I would even go further. And I've mentioned this to the guys, to the crew. I feel like the characters created in the Visions series of episodes in every single one of them had more depth, had more um, just just so much more to them than anything we saw in the sequel trilogy. Um, it's amazing to me how much, how much they could put into the character development in such a short amount of time and how, 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 how much of it they can give us, right? We're talking about nine different Star Wars, Star Wars worlds, um, with characters fleshed out, um, interestingly, in a way that in a way that it's it's easy to just gravitate to them and and fall in love with them and and you know one of the reasons I loved uh, Lop and Ocho so much is because it created a world they created a, a a real Star Wars universe um that also had a I guess a not so happy ending and that's okay. You know, it left me wanting. And that's what a lot of these and not just the whole series, but each episode left me wanting more of that episode, especially the ninth Jedi, uh, because that felt like that episode felt like this was a prelude to a whole that you can make an entire trilogy of movies based off of the ninth Jedi. So anyway, that's where I stand. Um, I absolutely love visions. I absolutely did not love the Bad Batch. Uh, I like to call this the Bad Batch versus the Good Batch of episodes of Star Wars. And I really hope that we get more Visions. I really, really do. Um, yeah, that's that, that's my take. So, 
Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to schedule myself back on the podcast soon enough um, with a little bit more regularity. Uh, but I really, really did not want to miss this. We've already pushed back the Bad Batch, and we've and I always seem to miss anything that we do as a crew that has to do with like the Star Wars universe. So, did not want to sit this one out. I hope you guys uh, enjoy the rest of the episode, and I hope you guys, you know, enjoy my thoughts. I mean, if you don't, you know, if you don't agree with me or you do, please drop a comment. Let us know. I would love to know what you guys think of what we think. Uh, but yeah, and I'm also really interested to know what the rest of the crew thinks. We usually kind of keep everything tight-lipped. So uh, I guess I'll find out when this airs. Anyways, back to you guys. The comments. Uh, Wolfie's not wrong. <laughs> they really... It's really not. Oh my god. Bad. I was literally the only person who was saying we have to just finish this. We have to just finish Bad Batch. And Wolfie still hasn't done that yet. I did that to myself oh my as well. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think AJ really was the driving force in at least this household to kind of finish Bad Batch. Yeah. It was just so terrible. I tried on countless occasions to, like, give it the benefit of the doubt but i just couldn't mm-hmm. well i i think bad batch what it does is that it suffers from the 16 episode uh i guess elongation right because with those kind of series you usually get like eight to ten so mm-hmm. and and at that point you're very very taught in your storytelling right and it, it's really weird and tell me if you agree with this aj the episodes, if you take them by themselves, are not really that bad, right? But I think if you put it in the context Whoa. of the entire season, because I, I I feel like we didn't see a really bad episode of Bad Batch, right? No, like like I like actually for the most, agree. I agree. Yeah, for the for the most part, if you take it just by itself, it's. I I don't think at any point we said, oh, that was a terrible episode. You know what I feel? Well, there was one person who did. You know what well, I feel? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what All I feel? of that. You, you know what the thing is for me, kind of, to to jump on your point, Walt? Mm-hmm. If, if Bad Batch were something like Visions, and these were just episodes that were standalone, right. it would have been entertaining, I think, if they weren't yes. really necessarily trying to tie them all together into a narrative. And I... There's a problem with where the narrative goes and why the narrative exists for me, but I'm going to wait until I talk about my reactions to it. Go, mm-hmm. go ahead, guys. What else do you think about Bad Batch and Wolfie's reactions to it? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You guys think that individually these episodes were good? I didn't. I didn't uh, say that. Okay, okay, not great, okay. But they not were bad. Okay. Not bad. It's okay. Like, like for example, if I saw one episode, I wouldn't say, "Oh, I wasted my time." But if you I did. Just don't, no, but, it, but again, you're talking about in terms of the entire season. But nobody in cares about Jabba's freaking rancor. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> no, I, I nobody cares. cares. But I'm not saying every episode is perfect. I'm just saying that <laughs> no. they're not they're not terrible episodes. But they are. You're trying to. I they're still trying agree to... with Eli on the rancor. <laughs> yeah, I know. When That's I why saw I that, I was like, what the heck? There is, there is not. I'm, I'm not gonna say every single episode is awesome or great or good because it's not. There are 
episodes that are worse but than others. They're not but doing I'm, any... I'm just making the point that if you but just took one episode, say, okay, no, 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 you'll be like, okay, that's kind of cool. Say what you want about the story, but about each individual episode, but none of them contribute to the Star Wars universe at all. I, again, they all do, I, I, actually. I, but no, they don't. They they but do, but the reason very minuscule. Let me let me wait yes, until I because I have a finally. I have a point to make that like. They really do, actually, and that's actually the problem with the show. They contribute way too much. Go ahead. I'll, I'll make my point about this later. Yes, I think so. I think you'll see what I mean when I make my point later. Go ahead. I want, to, I want you guys to finish this up, right? AJ, what do you have to say? I, on the offhand, really don't agree. I mean, maybe in one respect and one alone, and that's the why Tarkin really hates well he already hated clone troopers but his interaction with the Bad Batch really cemented that Mm -hmm. um ah but like although to go back with what Wolfie said um I don't know I mean some of the concepts in uh visions were there they were superb um Mm -hmm. I don't know that each one of them can generate its own standalone series i don't think i don't think all of them are meant to i think uh concepts like the ninth jedi yes that okay i'll give you that one definitely do and and the duel is another one that interestingly enough out of all of the episodes that is the one that's getting a book based on the, the the things that happen in the duel that one makes so, sense kind of as well because he's like a noir like almost mm-hmm. nihilist wanderer like a ronin no. so he can just go in and have a, a mission or a and out of all of the them, week yeah that one just had like the most questions <laughs> really my did. favorite questions came from that one and a couple of other ones mm-hmm. yeah so yeah Visions, I'll agree. Also, was just superior to the Bad Batch. It it did what? That's the thing. Bad Batch wasn't supposed to be that. Like Visions, it makes sense. They're telling different stories, but Mm -hmm. Bad Batch took that one step too far. Like there were episodes that. It's called the Bad Batch. They weren't even about the Bad Batch. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I, I think I think the Bad Batch really suffers from that sixteen episode format. I, I think if you had cut at least five to six episodes off of that, um, you'd probably get the same type of type of s- story, but just more tightly told. You know. Hold on. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go back to that individual episode, my last point. You can say that each individual episode is good, and I'll respect that, but you cannot say it contributes to the universe, mainly because each episode is just an adventure of the Bad Batch. All right. I don't care about their adventures. Right. Okay, so you know what? I'll make the point here because it's it's getting pushed heavily. The reason yeah. why <laughs> The reason why I disagree with that is because the problem I have with Bad Batch Probably the biggest problem I have with this show is it's not a show about the Bad Batch. It's a show about Camino and what happened to Camino. To yeah. me, it's about what happened yeah. to Camino. It's oh, what, absolutely. It's what happened to the clones. It's what happened, like Eli said, to the Rancor that nobody cared about where it came from. <laughs> what happened? It's about what happened to um, my goodness, Ming Nguyen's character from the Mandalorian. What happened to her 
at this point Fennec in time. Shan. It, it contributes all of these things to the Star Wars universe. The problem is that they're all totally trivial and don't make a difference, except for maybe the Camino thing, finding out what happened to Camino. But I actually don't care, for the most part, what happened to Camino. And, so, and Camino, you could have told that within a two or three episode arc. You didn't have to yes. uh, elongate it for the entire season. Or that could have been the movie. The hour and a half could have been could have been them figuring out the whole Camino thing instead of a whole season, sixteen episodes, exactly. like you said, including like I mean, think about it: hour and a half movie and then fifteen episodes. That's a heck of a lot to watch and a heck of a lot of story to go through. So that's why mm-hmm. I kind of disagree with that point. I think that's the weakness of the show. It's trying to contribute a million things felt, to the Star Wars lore, but they're all useless. And, it felt and, more like Omega show. For oh me. my God, don't even yeah, get me really started did. on that. That too, that too, I agree with that, yeah. it was. And, and you know, one of, one of the biggest things, and you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Dave Filoni and everything that he does, right? And, and this is a Dave Filoni created show. This is not a Dave Filoni directed show. Yeah. And, and, you know, the thing that really is is probably the most disappointing about Bad Batch is we got that first excellent episode. Yes. And, and that gave you hope that, wow, this is going to be a, a really, really interesting take on what the Bad Batch is. And we never got back to that. It never reached those heights ever again in any of the subsequent 15 episodes. And interestingly enough, the first episode is the only episode out of the entire season that had Dave Filoni's hands directly on that. Playing with our hearts, bro. Mm-hmm. So, so that's, I think, really one of the most disappointing things about Bad Batches because that first episode was so good. And, they, and, and here's another thing. Doom, Caleb Doom, they introduce him in the very first episode. You never hear from him again. And and I think again that was that was one of these things where it's like okay, they're going to tie in all of the animated universe here. You've got Clone Wars in effect. You've got Caleb Doom from Star Wars Rebels. This is going to be a thing where you're tying all of these properties together and it never happens. Honestly though, that that is just that's that is just, I you know, super disappointing for me. I think what's probably just as disappointing is that in the very first episode, like, Omega is touted to be, like, this super huge thing. Oh, what's she going to be? What's so special about this child? Correct me if I'm wrong. We never get any semblance of an explanation. Not even a hint. She's just a, a super talented Django Fett clone. That's all she is. Like, uh, I, I don't want to hate on that character, but the way that the show played out, I can't help it. So, <laughs> like, let me, let, I'm going to give my thoughts, I think, on it here because we kind of all ended up lumping our thoughts about Bad Batch into this, into this area. So I want to give you my thoughts. And then, AJ, I want to hear from you on what you thought about Visions and all of that as well. Um, Very quickly, I want to mention, like, Wolfie's points about Visions. I agree that it, like, the characters have more depth and more substance than anything in the Bad Batch for the most part and anything in the sequel trilogy for the most part, with the the exception of uh, Kylo Ren. I think Kylo Ren was definitely a character that was very well fleshed out and 
didn't stick the landing, but that's okay. I think he was a, a, a good character. Um, the show, the visions is very Star Wars, a lot of geopolitical turmoil and classism, like you mentioned, which is, I think, a lot of what Star Wars has always been about. And yep. that's even a lot of what a Kurosawa's films that Star Wars is based on. A lot of that, a lot of that is in there as well. Um, I actually, I know a lot of you guys loved Lapanocho or Lapanoch. Um, I loved and- all the episodes and I liked all the episodes for the most part. That was my least favorite, actually of all the episodes, but I really still enjoyed it actually. Cause I really, really enjoyed visions overall um, for the most part. Um, and I mean, yeah, uh, I like the fact that some of the episodes left you wanting more, um, especially something like the ninth Jedi, which I'll talk about a little bit more when I give my full opinion on visions as far as bad batch, I'll try to make this as concise as possible. Cause I have a lot of thoughts on bad batch, which I, which is why I kind of, <laughs> I kind of push to include it a little bit in this week's episode a little more. So it's on me if you all don't care about Bad Batch, everybody that's listening to this episode. Um, but the thing about Bad Batch is, like like we've all said, there's individual episodes that are pretty good, if not great. For me, a standout episode is the episode where they kind of rescue that politician that's trying to help his planet that ends up running away from his planet or something like that. And the Empire's trying to like do something to him or whatever. They're trying to take over the planet. He's trying to resist it. Because mm-hmm. for me, that episode pulls off something that Star Wars doesn't often pull off, at least more recently. This is why Star Wars is a weakness to me and some things like the sequel trilogy and like in the Bad Batch overall. It pulls off great epic moments, right? Star Wars is all about big epic stuff that's great and awesome. It pulls off like kind of good medium moments too, right? Like where there's like almost not quite as big and as epic, but like maybe these big moments where characters unite before a big battle, right? Those, these cool speeches that are like not totally up there in terms of, um, in terms of the crescendo of excitement. Right. But star Wars sometimes suffers in small moments in like moments like, Oh, uh, I hate sand. The infamous like stupidity and inanity of like comments like that, where it's, Somebody trying to write something where characters connect on conversations that don't necessarily have to do with the bigger Star Wars universe, but that still tell you about the characters. Okay, so that episode, I love it because you have that issue in the in the earlier part of the episode where I think, um, oh my goodness, is it? It's not Tech, it's not Wrecker, it's not Omega, it's not Crosshair. It's what's the other character's name? Hunter. <laughs> Hunter. No. Tech Wrecker Omega Cross. No, the other bad bad Echo? character. Echo. Thank you. Echo. Echo. Okay. Echo is see, he's almost a forgotten character, but he's my favorite character in this episode. Because if you guys remember earlier in the episode, he's all about like not working with anybody on the other side of the conflict previously. I think, you know, he's he's very wary about working with politicians and all this stuff. And then without even talking about it in the episode, really, he comes around and he starts to respect this politician because he just sees through the character's actions that he's really a good man and he's trying to help people. And he, they don't even they don't even talk about it, like I said, but they have that mutual moment of respect at the end of the episode. And I really liked that. And it was missing so much of that in most of the other episodes. But the potential was there, which is why I was a little a little sad that they didn't do better with it. I agree with everyone that the episodes, a lot of them were kind of filler, kind of monster of the week. Um, the other thing, this is tied to the fact of like Wrecker. Who's one of all? I think he's one of my favorite characters too, right? 
I enjoyed Wrecker a lot. And that that relationship between him and Omega was the only exactly. part that I liked about Omega. I didn't like her relationship with any of the other characters. Her relationship with Hunter was pushed on you and it sucked. You know, Hunter was not the best character to have her connect with. Wrecker was. And for me, that that presented another opportunity that they hinted at and didn't lean into, which would have been a nice way to pay off on their small moments, right? They have a lot of moments where they're just playing games or being silly, but it tells you about them. And I like yes, that. Yes, exactly. Right? It's telling a story it's, every time they're they're interacting with each other. Yeah, they have their game that they love to play together. Like those are those are moments that actually worked for me. And that why I liked Wrecker, I didn't like Omega as much because she became a plot device other than when she was with Wrecker. Um, and to me, there was that hint that Wrecker was going to turn bad for a bit. And I thought yes. that was a missed opportunity to see Wrecker kind of turn like into a Hulk character and work against them, maybe with Crosshair for a few episodes, I thought would have been really cool and like paid off that stuff between him and Omega. But we never got to see that. We got to see it for like one episode and he was having those headaches and concussions and then it was over really quickly. If you were going to do something like that, I, I suggest that that should have been toward the end of the season sure. where you had you had Crosshair not quite questioning what you know his role is in, in, in everything, but there was that that slight tinge where it's like, you know what? Maybe maybe I miss these guys so much I need to go back with them because I see how the Empire is betraying him. And having Wrecker mm-hmm. there, Wrecker for me felt like the most genuine character out of all of them. Because he was he wasn't he was basically just his own person. You know, he he did things his own way. Mm-hmm. And like you said, having Wrecker going with crosshair there there's such a a distinct uh difference between personality here right and one of them record, by record. choice and one of them right, by exactly. control, which i thought would have been a cool thing to talk about too but you would have to have done that at the very end yeah you know because because you would have record kind of trying to pull crosshair back and he is the perfect guy to do it yeah because he's just a lovable he, oaf exactly like, come on we've been together for our entire lives Hunter is too stick up the butt to do it. Yeah. You know, tech tech and echo, I'm sorry, they're not management material and stuff <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If there was one person that could bring crosshair over, it would have been Wrecker. And like you said, missed opportunity. I gather the reason they wanted to do they didn't do it is because they didn't want to have two of the bad batch kind of fall by the wayside in the same manner. Mm-hmm. But, but it wouldn't have been the you, same manner, though, if you think about it, because no, no, it I, was I Crosshair's know, choice, right? But 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 at the same time, it's it's still both of them leaning leaning towards the Empire for various reasons. In the middle of the, of the season, it would have worked. It wouldn't have worked. But the way that Bad Batch ended, you could have started that kind of fall within the third, the last three episodes. And then circled back and brought him back into the fold. Or even have it trying leading into season crosshair. two as a conflict. You know? There is supposed to be a season I, two. I, I, can't, I can't believe we're talking about a season two because this is probably the most unanticipated season two of a Star Wars property that I have ever had. Yeah. You know? All right. I honestly. Okay. What's up? What's up, okay, Eli? Uh, I'm give just going to make this point. And then I want to see this what AJ thought quick, about Visions. Yeah, because this is becoming a Bad Batch bashing. Good. <laughs> Let's destroy it really, really this. Has. I know we were supposed to talk about Visions, and I think this will be the last thing we okay. talk about yeah. Bad Batch, right? 
Um, yeah. honestly, I hated Ricker all out. Um, really? he was what? the worst character out. No, of all he of wasn't. No. no. What's his name? I, Crosshair. I, I well, understand at first why you felt that way because he seemed no. like he was going to be a silly caricature, but he had more depth in his relationship no, 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 with no, Omega no. as no, the show he, went on. Let, let and me the other characters. Point. He he let was me, the only me, one that connected with anybody on that show, pretty much. Let me finish my point. Though. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, but you have Crosshair. Crosshair. Crosshair felt like the best character in this. In this, he was a pretty good character. He was the bad he was interesting, guy. He especially had that sense with of the conflict. Re- but as, especially with yeah. that revelation where he said he took out the chip. Yeah, that the, was that was that super was like, interesting. I agree, he was a good character. Bro. I liked his conflicts Miss- with some of the with some of the stormtroopers earlier on as well, like the clones versus um, whether they should use human like normal human stormtroopers mm-hmm. and yeah. that Tarkin thing. That was pretty cool. So I agree. But missed opportunity. But anyway, anyway, mm-hmm. I want to go back to Wrecker again. <laughs> Basically, the reason why I didn't like Riker so much is because he felt like he didn't have any emotions. That was just it. It felt like so forced. It felt like he was a robot trying to trying to connect with other people. He felt so childish to me that there was no sense of it. It wasn't he, he didn't even have a conscience, really, to me. And that's why I didn't like Riker. I felt that Hunter, even though it was also forced on him. I mean, they were all robots, really. Mm-hmm. Um. Hunter had that level of like, it was fine that you could, yeah, he had the stick up the butt, but like he didn't, it was like he was trying, he was trying his best to connect with Omega when he knew in actuality that there was no way he could. He wasn't, he wasn't going to be a good enough um, parent Mm -hmm. for Omega. And that's what made Hunter better than Wrecker for me because Wrecker was just, he, he was just, well, there it was just like a body with no soul as far as hunter i sort of agree with you because it was working for the first couple of times they did it but when they did it like 12 times after every yeah. conflict after every episode he was having trouble connecting with her again like it then it was just like okay this is ridiculous at this point it becomes stale yeah yeah but so did record for me honestly okay okay i get it i understand AJ, can you give us your thoughts on visions now, please? Let's move on to something yes, that people like please. a little bit more. Let's <laughs> talk that we like a little bit more. So I'm gonna go episode by episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the duel had a very strong start, very interesting, left you with a lot of questions, kind of irritating. <laughs> In a good way. In a good way. I still don't like having to yeah, ask questions. I really don't. Good. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Tatooine Rhapsody. The only takeaway from me for this is that I can tease Gabe that Boba Fett was a schmuck again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yo, but go. He he like went full like Zemo at the end and started nodding his head to the music. Started yeah. like doing oh, some dance God. moves. Come on, that was awesome. <laughs> Boba Fett cut. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We need an hour of that. No? Boba, Boba Fett and Chibi style is very, very interesting. <laughs> I'll just put it that way. Yeah, for a while I was uh, like, is that Boba Fett as a kid? And yeah, I it was like, everybody is that was small. Baby Boba Fett? Yeah. <laughs> it's weird, but okay. Uh-huh. All right. What else, AJ? All right. And that's for that one. Mm-hmm. The twins. Oh, I'm sorry, but yes. I just couldn't. Thank you. Really? Thank you. Oh my god. There is a limit that you can take with the crazy yes. for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I enjoyed the crazy. I thought no. it was breathing in space was not 
No. It's like Goku breathed on this. Disgusting. Oh my God. But Leia did it. That, she that was, was holding a, her breath. She that, wasn't out there for like uh, countless hours. And, oh my God. That was the low point of that movie. <laughs> Jesus. Like with the Leia, I can kind of reconcile it. She's holding her breath, but they're full on breathing, going, ah, ah, I'm talking. You have to stop. Da, 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 da. I can't with that. I, I just can't. Mm-hmm. Force, all I have to say is this, and I'm going to use Aquaman. No force bubble. No. Force no. air bubbles. No. Yes. No. You didn't even see it. You didn't even see it. If you could see it, then fine. But I could not see no, any know. I'm form just of force I'm just No, I'm just teasing. No, but that but that leans to the whole craziness of the episode. No, I don't. You know, like, you're, you're introducing the concept of power levels at that point. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody. Well, you kind of already have that, but whatever. Um, okay, but still. Uh, still, the one cool thing I will say about that episode was mm-hmm. they had some very interesting visuals. Okay. That's some very interesting yeah. visuals, especially yeah. as much as I also didn't like how he miraculously yes. stayed on the X-Wing yes. while going at hyperspeed. Yes. <laughs> that, was that was a cool and anim- that was well animated, but like that Crazy. was just way too over the top for me. Oh, the freaking lightsaber destroying the oh my god. That like the lightsaber extends to whatever length I want it to be. That is so <laughs> it was a little too much for me. I'm sorry. And if if I can interject, one of the things that Visions does really, really well is change the concept of lightsabers and what we know about it. The umbrella lightsaber. The one thing about it. There are very, very interesting things that they do with the concept of the lightsaber that I don't think I would have ever imagined prior to this series. The one good thing about Visions. I'll give you that. The umbrella lightsaber. Oh, that was disgusting. That was amazing. General Grievous would be proud. Um, he yes, he would. He would be disgusted. No, you know what he'd say? He'd say, another fine addition oh. to my collection. Oh, he'd take it. Yeah, of course he would. <laughs> um, next up is the Village Pride. This one actually fell flat for me. Really? Yeah. Yes. Um, Like, I get it was trying to go for the whole nature vibe, but towards the end, it was like, oh, okay, so they did it. Cool. That that, that, that episode <laughs> yeah. gave me a very studio studio Ghibli vibe to it, you know, mm-hmm. in the, in the yeah. sense that the, you know they deal with nature and and how it affects characters and things of that nature. Very often, nature. They do. Mm-hmm. nature. Okay. Nature. Okay. Yeah. So that one, I don't know. It was okay, but it, it was still a little flat to me. Um, the ninth Jedi. Now that one, I. I greatly appreciated the swerves in that one. Mm-hmm. That that one was pretty good. Um, the fighting and they brought back uh, the color change, um, where based very... on your it was based on your current disposition. It wasn't like okay, so I got my kyber crystal. Boom! Oh, it's green. This reflects you know, and, but and it again, actually yeah. changes. As you fight and whatnot, and and again, great plot one device of the too. That, yeah, one of the things that I appreciate the the way that they've changed how 
the lightsaber works in some of these things because you're right it it's not usually when we when we talk about lightsabers especially when we talk about sith right the whole the whole thing about the reason why it's red is because they put in so much anger and 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 things into the the kyber crystal that it actually bleeds red right that's what we've always been taught and now this this episode kind of changes that on its head because now it's like it's the lightsaber becomes essentially a mood ring <laughs> yeah like yeah, so that was pretty interesting i i really really enjoyed that twist that is literally i did too my favorite twist since darth vader as like anakin skywalker and since the twists in the kotor video games i think this is the best twist in star wars besides those two at least in the star wars that i've seen mm-hmm. i love it i loved it yeah toby not bad mm-hmm. uh you kind of well obviously he wasn't a normal little robot but that came wolf that became woefully apparent the more he started to use the force like Okay, so he might be kind of human, and I, I kind of like how there was like those subtle undertones. Like, well, obviously the guy was armless. That you kind of got an idea of how that happened. Mm-hmm. But then, like you know, the more you saw Toby fight, I'm not gonna call it T O B one. No, it's Toby. It's Toby. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I like the way they kind of told the story through the fight. And that's something you you get a lot with visions, and that's what makes it really good. You get the you get the nitty gritty through the fight. It's interesting how this is Star Wars version of the Pinocchio tale, right? <laughs> oh. It actually is. It, it, it's like like I was watching it, and I was like, okay, that's Geppetto, that's Pinocchio. It well, was it was really cool how they did that, though. It's it's it was like of, a retelling of Pinocchio. It's like I a kind of Star Wars like, reference because it's like it's like um, Astro Boy by way of Pinocchio. Yeah, oh, that's true yes. too. That's true too. That's kind of like because Astro Boy is like a little bit like Pinocchio in terms of its like storytelling, not exactly yep. its its origins. So they took the two and blended it together to good effect. You ask me though, they they did that intentionally. They're like, oh, so Star Wars owns Disney now. Why don't we add this little thing in and yeah. make it a little, little joke? Maybe <laughs> I can see that. Mm-hmm. Now my favorite episode, the Elder. Oh, yeah. This was just absolutely great. Like I thought it would be. I think Wolfie um, had said that the duel is is automatically in the, the lightsaber duel in in the duel is automatically mm-hmm. in one of the top lightsaber fights of all time. I think this one is too. This fight, even though it's yes. super simple, what an outcome! It, it, but it, it it again it leans very much into the traditional star um, samurai, the older films, you know, because a, a lot of a lot of in traditional samurai fighting, a lot of these fights are very, very short. Mm-hmm. You know, that I mean, you're you're fighting with a, a blade that can end your life in one shot. So, you know, I I thought it was. You know what this reminded me of? The the second fight between Maul and Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. There have actually been edits on really? Instagram. Okay, th- there you go. See, and 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 you know the the thing about it that Obi Wan Maul fight, 
there was something more than just the actual action because there was that underlying, you know, emotional weight to it. And I, I feel in Elder, even though we didn't get to know the characters as well as, as those other characters because we've had multiple seasons of them, we still felt that emotional weight there, you know. And again, the Elder kind of reinforces the relationship between Master and Padawan, right? Yeah. Um, the one thing I will you say like the was, old guy? yes. <laughs> Yo. The one thing I will say is a little bit odd for me was that when you came down to the killing blow and he was just kind of like, oh, he's focusing everything on the uh, force lightning. I'll just go. Nope. <laughs> just mm-hmm. kind of shifted and that's it. I don't know. I guess for me, the lightning wouldn't have just stayed that small (laughs) like it just stayed right where his lightsaber was it didn't like continue coursing on but you know that could also be just how skilled he was with the force like i can control exactly how far it goes and how strong it is it was like vegeta gohan and cell it was like that moment basically that's essentially what it was right he just distracted like vegeta the Padawan through the lightsaber to distract Cell, Basically. the Elder, and then the Jedi Master took advantage and finished him off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that one was pretty good. Um, I would love to see more on that because it looked like he was a rogue Sith. He was like, Sith, I'm not part of that. I'm not, I'm not running with them. I'm my own thing. I ain't got time for that. It's like one of the OG Siths, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay. Then we have Lop and Ocho. Um. Okay. Um. I, I get. Yeah, it was okay for an episode. You certainly had the uh, the emotional drivers there. You know, like you guys said, the whole geopolitical. Should we or should we not? Um, because this episode really centered around should we or should we not let the empire run our state. The daughter said no. The dad's. Oh, wait, no. The dad said no. The daughter said yes. Lop, who's the adopted daughter, was like, stop fighting. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of. <laughs> but not, not for nothing, that ending wasn't necessarily happy either. Because yeah. if I remember correctly, she kills her own father. Right? Mm, or no, no he no. got blinded. Yeah, he got blinded. That yes. Was He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I lost this side of the other eye. <laughs> it's just like, oh, oh dang. Like, yeah, I casually lost an eye. <laughs> Darn it. Why was, oh, well. Why was the sister, why was the sister screaming all the time? Because that's the only thing I remember. She was just going like, <laughs> and that's all I heard. The dark side, yo. I know, but still, no, no. Yeah, that one wasn't the best dark side at work i think the best dark side at work was the very last episode which i actually really enjoyed also mm-hmm. that was akakiri 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 that was the yes. closest thing we got to the emperor on this show oh yeah where he accidentally kills the person he's trying to help and then the the general is like Hey, so I can help you. Just join me and it'll be all good. That was such a good episode. And he was like, I know I shouldn't, 
It's not the Jedi way. Oh, screw it. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, what did you think about Visions and the time periods that each of these episodes reflected? Because I thought that was pretty, pretty interesting, how they jumped around within the the timeline of Star Wars. Millennia. That was. By millennia, and... in many cases. Yes, exactly. The ninth Jedi is well after the sequels. That's when it's and then you ha- then you have um, I believe which one is it the uh, there's one that takes place way before the, the that's prequels, the duel you know the duel does I think um, no the duel does not no no no, 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 no I'm sorry uh, I thought you said it does no the duel takes place in the... between Empire and Return of the Jedi right around where the Mandalorian is kind of in. So. I think the elder does. What? Yeah, the elder is the one. Elder is the one is is one that, that's set back in time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the cool. the twins is somewhere weird in the timeline. I can't. I think it's between. No, that's no, that's, that's right after like the that's right after sequel. the sequel trilogy. Yes, yeah. yeah. So those that's where that one fits in the timeline. The ninth it also Jedi makes right sense after too. Rise of Skywalker. No, the ninth Jedi is well after Rise of Skywalker. It's millennia after Rise of Skywalker, according to the creator. It's like yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's like way, way, way past oh, that. You know, oh, yeah. after after the rise, I mean, after hey, at least the it's... end of what we know is oh. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the village bri- the village bride. It's probably just before the prequel trilo- trilogy, because they do mention separatists mm-hmm. which we all know the separatists become the rebel alliance mm-hmm. but that doesn't make sense though because weren't they talking about the battle droids being decommissioned i, I don't know that's it's that's in, how they got their hands on the battle time. droids so, so that would in my mind be after revenge of the sith that's, that's probably maybe probably right then okay yeah it's pro- it's in that prequel era um time frame um, I think that the timeline, the jumping around in the timelines, uh, it's not like Kang, it, it presents the best opportunity to see more of these in a season two, to see more of these what? specific stories again, like more of the, the duel, the Ronin in animated form, not just in comic form and some of the other stuff too. Maybe Ninth Jedi, which I would love to see. I, I, I would love to see the Ronin. And, and this is just my guilty pleasure here. I would love to see the Ronin kind of show up in the Mandalorian. <laughs> I I I think that that would be completely awesome, especially in in the way that the Mandalorian kind of sets itself, where you know he's kind of roaming the universe. Well, at least beforehand, right? With uh, Grogu, mm-hmm. um, I, well, I actually, think, I I don't know what the Mandalorian season three is gonna be because I, that's Grogu's now kind of out of the picture in a sense right but we'll see i think that is the perfect opportunity to recapture his identity as a bounty hunter proper you have you no longer have the right to say that the universe is small you do not have the right no but but hey guys it's not about the mandalorian right but see the thing is this is set around that time and he is a wandering Jedi, right? He's going and, and you know, that that's kind of his thing. And again, you're right, but like I said, this is my guilty pleasure because I love this character so much and I want to see more of this character. You know what I'm saying? So my, my thing is, please, please bring him into live action just because he's he's super awesome. So and I like, find him super interesting. 
just again, this is a very, very short digression. Um, this would actually be perfect for refocusing the Mandalorian on what he what the show was originally supposed to be a bounty hunter going around bounty hunting the galaxy. What better bounty for him to pick off of first than meeting this guy? Going after the Ronin? Oh my gosh. No. I'm starting to think we have different ideas on where the Star Wars universe <laughs> should go. Let me ask one more question, um, and then I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to you guys. But this is this has kind of been sticking in my mind. Um, we're, we're looking at two different properties and how well one, one did against the other. And, and one of the defining differences between the two is one of them was dropped all at the same time, and that would being Vision, they dropped all nine episodes at once, as opposed to The Bad Batch, which was kind of like you had to wait every Friday for a new episode. Do you think that that might have played in any way, shape, or form on kind of the negativity with the bad batch because we're in in that case we're kind of waiting for the next episode to drop so you know it's it's there's that anticipation right that the next episode is going to be better that the next episode is going to finally take us into the story that we're all waiting for whereas visions was kind of like okay here's everything guys consume it the way you want have fun i think that I honestly think that for the Bad Batch, it had the opposite effect. Um, the more you waited, uh, the more you didn't care about it, at least for but, me. But that's what I'm saying is did the weekly thing hurt it because we kept on waiting for this thing to happen? And you saw what happened with us after the seventh oh, or eighth well, episode. We kind of stopped caring, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I felt that it definitely did hurt it. But I felt that they should have released Visions uh, on a weekly thing. Because honestly, it didn't feel right for just to put out everything so that you can binge watch it. Because it felt like, I don't know, it was taking up time, right? It was taking away time from, from me. So if you did it bi-weekly, that way you have more of that anticipation for the next episode. And it's much better for Visions. I mean, the only reason I disagree is because it's not like these are feature-length episodes. These are like 10 barely 15 minutes uh, i don't think that would have worked for visions if you ask me yeah that's not gonna work it, and it ended up um taking away from the buzz about visions that it wasn't a weekly thing um, but you're right it would have been harder to do that maybe they could have released two episodes every week but that's, yeah, then that's like maybe that. you know that's not that many episodes either and then the last episode would be like an odd one out so it would be tough to kind of work that out but like True. bad batch had a little bit more buzz and still has a little bit more buzz actually in in the twitter sphere and online if you hashtag it it's about four times more engagement which is a shame right yeah is this but it's also because... like the crossover between anime fans and star wars fans that's not always a thing and i i know a few people who are not interested in star wars visions who are huge star wars fans because it's anime they're like i don't really care for anime so i'm not gonna watch it so that's a big part oh. of it as well i think I felt, okay, I know I'm jumping in a lot here, but I felt that with Star Wars Visions, it was too anime for me. Um, uh, it was, honestly, when, when you hear the word visions, I thought I, it would be multiple visions, not just one vision, which would be anime 
all the time anime. You set your bar way no, too high. If, but, if you're hearing visions, visions it, it has to be different ideas. It's not all the same thing. Everything think, was the same. It is. I think it, it is because you had different stories told, no. different perspectives, different different but let me jump know, in like, let me jump in with my let me jump in with my opinions about visions so i can debunk everything that you just said that's absolutely not true all the stories are totally different you got a, a, a story about about that. a band you got a story about that's like avatar you got a story that's about someone falling to the dark side because of love you got a story about a freaking ro- a, a rabbit <laughs> and her family <laughs> relations you, <laughs> uh, you got a story about you have a story about a jedi in in that that like y'all said is a a sith gray jedi he's like i'm done with all this sith stuff i don't care about that i only care about my own set of morals so and that's one of the things that i love about this show there are a number of gray jedi the ronin is another good example too he's a gray jedi he seems like he was a sith to begin with actually seems more like a dark jedi which is an actual thing but but he does good thing well if that's i'm not sure what that is but if that's the case then yeah okay so you know you have another different story there as well and you have toby which is astro boy but with a star wars character something we've never seen which is an android using the force that's totally different from anything we've ever seen in star wars and then whether you liked it or not hold on hold on y'all got plenty of time to speak i got about about less than 10 minutes to give my opinions on this. So you got to let me finish this. The twins is, is whether you liked it or not is the most ridiculously different story you've ever seen in star Wars, because like you said, they fly through, they fly through a star destroyer with a super extended lightsaber at light speed and survive. Both of them do the one that gets hit by that lightsaber and the one that deals the blow and the, and the star destroyer gets cut in half. So there's, I don't believe that 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 that's a weakness. If you didn't like visions on its own, if you didn't like the stories, that's one thing. Having the same story over and over again is not true at all, in my opinion. That's well, not. True I felt that it was so anime that it took away from the difference. It's anime, of course. It's going to be anime. Like that's nah. kind of not a point, in my opinion, because it was anime. It was supposed to be like anime, and to me, that was the point, which is why I disagree with everybody that doesn't like the twins. I love that episode. I don't care that it messed with the it's Star Wars completely canon. Bonkers. I thought it was fun, and I wanted to have yeah. fun watching this because that's why I watch anime. It's fun. It's crazy. It's wild. It tells stories that no other medium tells, which is why, to me, that also kind of debunks the point that there's not varied stories here. It's anime. Anime always likes to tell all kinds of weird, crazy stories. Um, as far as the episodes, literally my favorites are the odd-numbered episodes, <laughs> kind of. I love the duel. I thought the duel was awesome and amazing. It was a great way to start the whole thing. It was a great way to set the stage because like Walt said, it was like totally the essence of, of George Lucas's Star Wars, like what yes. his influences were. So like whoever created that saw that and was like, all right, this is Star Wars according to George Lucas and according to me. I thought Tatooine Rhapsody was a lot of fun too. Uh, it wasn't my favorite, but like it was fun. You know, I, I, I liked seeing the chibi versions of all these characters. It was silly. It was goofy. It wasn't going to be like, you know, my action go to or anything like that. But the story wasn't bad. It was interesting in how it told something that we've all said we wanted to see more of stories that aren't just about Jedi. This wasn't a story about Jedi. Uh, it did pull in characters and make the universe small, which is our other complaint. But I'll allow it in this one, kind of. Like I already said, I love the twins. I love it. It's over the top. It's nuts. That's 
like when I saw that, I was like, okay, the first episode was awesome. The second episode was fun. The third episode solidified for me that I was going to have a good time with visions. <laughs> uh, the village bride was, was fun. Also, it was okay. It wasn't one of my favorites necessarily, but I really, really liked it. Um, I'll say this much. Like I said, the ninth Jedi, I think we've all said this actually not like I said, but we've all made this point. Uh, the ninth Jedi is so it's so awesome in how it creates a possibility for like a whole new trilogy, a whole new series. To me, the possibilities are endless from the ninth Jedi. I love everything about it. I love all the characters in it. I love the twist. Um, I like the, the lightsaber fight that they have. Um, I just thought like the way that it set up a possible future for star Wars beyond uh, what we've seen before, but also again, having that, that similarity to stories that we've seen from star Wars before. So like, I'll put like it this they way. were storyboarding. I'll put it this way. The ninth Jedi is a better force awakens than the force awakens. It harkens back to star Wars in a way that makes star Wars fans, at least me feel really good about like, Oh, here's going to be another cool story about Jedi versus Sith that builds and affects the whole universe, but it's not about Palpatine. It's not about the Skywalker family. It's not about the death star. So like, to me, it was like, this would have been a way to start a new trilogy in a really amazing way. So I love the ninth Jedi. It's my favorite episode, even though every, like a few other episodes are like one a for me, including the duel, which I already spoke about and twins. Uh, Toby again was a fun episode. It's not my favorite, but like, I thought it was a cute episode. It had fun little vibes that tied it to Pinocchio, like we all said. So that was kind of cool. Um, the Elder, also one of my favorite episodes. I think we kind of all agree on that. I thought that was a, a cool lightsaber battle. Really, really, uh, again, reflected the George Lucas sensibility of Star Wars, the, the wandering Ronins. And again, I love the... I think you called it a dark Jedi, AJ, whatever yes. that is, is in the Star Wars canon. You, you'll have to probably tell me that offline. Well, not the canon, but it's it's one of those things. But go go yeah. on. OK, OK. Um, I love I love the voice acting. That's my favorite uh, English English dub, by the way, because I watched it in Japanese and English. And David Harbour as the the Jedi was really, really good. And the the character who play, or the actor who played the elder who. I, I I can't recall who it was, but it was an amazing performance as well. So dark and menacing and evil, but like kind of like the Joker. He was like the Joker of Star Wars because he was all about chaos, right? Uh, Lop and Oach, again, was I disagreed. This was like my least favorite episode, but I still liked it. I still liked it a lot. I love the family conflict. I love the conflict between the daughter and the father. And I think the father was actually my favorite character. I thought he was really, really great. And like the way that he interacted with everyone was interesting. His code of honor was really, really cool. And Akariri, it, it fell by the wayside for me almost as the last one. But I think that was kind of like I wanted more. But I like the more I think about it, the more I love that episode as well. And AJ made a great point about made a lot of great points about how good Akariri was as an episode and like how it ended up being like so close to a lot of other star Wars stories, but again, like reimagining it in a way that's really cool and a little different, like the ninth Jedi reimagined uh, all that great stuff from star Wars. So like, yeah, for me, like 
that's like kind of how I felt. I mean, I love Visions. I love every episode of Visions. I agree. It was fantastic from start to finish. Mm. Like that was okay. before we wrap up, um, I just wanna I just wanna put this out there. Mm-hmm. I, this Visions here is proof positive that not everything has to be about the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's exactly what I think I loved about it. Very, very much. Um, so yeah, that's that's our take on the Bad Batch versus Visions uh, with a little bit of Halo Infinite sprinkled in there at the beginning. Uh, we want to thank y'all once again for joining us for the Get Geek podcast. We had another fun episode. Um, I think we all kind of like Visions more than Bad Batch, right? I think that's the consensus. Um, so tell us what y'all think about that. Slide into our DMs. Let us know what you thought about this episode. Let us know what you thought about the Bad Batch, what you thought about Visions. Let us know if you have any ideas for future episodes. We would love to hear from you. And recall, once again, that the best way to support your favorite podcast crew is to like, rate, share, subscribe, review us on Apple Podcasts. Check us out on your favorite social media platforms and comment on our stuff. Uh, you can check us out at Get Geek Podcast wherever you use social media. So... Yeah, we had a fun episode. Check out Star Wars Visions, y'all. It's really, really fun, especially if you like anime. Even if you don't like anime, I think you'll like Star Wars Visions. I think that's the crew consensus overall. Uh, And yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Well, I mean, it's better than Bad Batch. Come on. Come on, Eli. I'll give you that. Aye. Aye. So we can all agree on that, and I think we can all agree on one more thing. There's nothing left to say this week. Maybe there's a lot more to say, but... The last thing I'll say is stay geeky, my friends.